Number one, first thing, what is happening in America and why does it matter? Well, let me put it into perspective for you and, and consider this. H.G. Wells, that author from years past, looked forward to a time when a one-world government would rule. In 1936, Wells forecast a world brain that was something like the Internet that we currently have. And on this, Wells believed that in the future, every person would have an identity number and the world brain would know all the basic facts about that individual. Now, he wasn't giving that from a biblical perspective. H.G. Wells was looking at the utopian world that he wanted. And he thought, aha, what this world needs is a world brain. What this world needs is everybody to have an ID number in order to bring about a utopian society. Plus, in his forecasting, he envisioned a special squad of elites to solve all problems. We live in a world right now that has elites that are doing all they can to dictate how this world is going to function. He also believed that the elites would have access to the world brain database. He believed that these elites would take on the job of rewriting the human mind. So, so I look at this in light of current technology. And you hear about artificial intelligence and um, the mind being taken over by machines. You, you read about those things in the news now, and there are scientists and, and uh, some of the elites that are out there, they're saying we are very, very, very close to this actually coming about. We already know that there's a massive, massive databases, plural. All of our information is stored. We know that there's a tracking system that's already there. So everything that he envisioned with this utopian world, <clears throat> excuse me, everything is in place. And the Bible told us that in the last days that these things would be. Revelation chapter 13, the mark of the beast, the database that's necessary, the one world government or the new world order. All of those things were prophesied so many years ago when John wrote about those things on the island of Patmos back around 90 A.D. And there are many people that look forward to this utopian world, a world without God, a world that man can bring about his utopian world and, and really essentially say to himself, well, look, we don't need you, God. We've created the perfect world. The world you created is a mess, but we fixed it all. Hence, in Psalm chapter 2, the Bible talks about the, the, that men will rage against God, and, uh, but God will hold them in derision. So look at this, and I want to consider America and why things are going the way that they are. Uh, so consider the background H.G. Wells, as he hopes, and what the Bible says is going to take place, Revelation chapter 13, consider what's coming is a new world order. So let's look at America with this backdrop. Think about some of the news. Um, Donald Trump was getting ready to head to the, the Mideast. He's there now. Uh, he visited with the king of Saudi Arabia the other day. But here, Trump travel planners tell Israel the Western Wall is not yours. Um, but I find that interesting. So I'm reading all about this. Why would... Trump's team go ahead and say the Western Wall doesn't belong to the Jews or the Wailing Wall. That's the holiest site in all of Judaism. You know that? Some of you have visited the Western Wall or the Wailing Wall. <clears throat> so it turns out, it sounds like it's some of the people from the former administration from President Obama that were over there and had said these things. So the Trump administration says, no, that's not really true. We don't really believe that. Hence, 
We also have this appearing. These are on Israeli news sites, by the way. Harsh exchange between Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu uh, seems days ahead of key Israel visit. So from last I've read is Trump is going to visit the Wailing Wall, but he doesn't want Netanyahu with him at the Wailing Wall. And at the same time, I've also heard Netanyahu doesn't want to be with Trump at the Wailing Wall. There's various reasons for that. The reason that that uh, makes the most sense is, look, this is going to cause more problems for any kind of peace plan and so forth. But I don't really know yet because there's a lot of news out there that I'm just not really sure what the motives are behind a lot of these things. But this is out there, right? Now, now listen to this one. This is from Debka File. Trump bared Israel's interception kill, uh, skills to Lavrov. I remember the other day when um, Donald Trump was accused of leaking sensitive information to Russia and he's in collusion with Russia and all that. Okay, now this is something we haven't heard in U.S. news yet, and I do not know why. Uh, this is reported May 16th, which was last Tuesday. Now listen to this. Out of Debka, it says, The sensitive intelligence U.S. President Donald Trump was accused by U.S. media of leaking to the Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lev- Lavrov and Ambassador Sergei Kislyak on May 10 came from Israel, which is the unnamed American partner cited. Now this hasn't been in any U.S. news sources. Listen to this. Debka files military and intelligence sources reveal that the classified information concerned Israel's capabilities for intercepting operational communications and signals. This branch is one of the most sensitive and secret in the field of military intelligence. Possession of this advanced capability makes it possible to monitor the most clandestine military operations without leaving any clue to the tracker. This interception technology is also capable of seriously disrupting the military operations of an enemy. Until President Trump shared this information with Lavrov, the Russian military and intelligence services were not aware that Israel possessed this intelligence technology or that it was operational. Neither were the Russians aware that Israel had let the Americans know about it. Wow, this is crazy. Then he goes on and says this in the article, in the Devka article, the author does. Israel officials judged the exposure of the secret technology as seriously damaging to Israel, the United States, and the war on terror. An intelligence source commented Tuesday night, many years of hard work have gone down the drain. That's, none of that is, is anything we've heard in U.S. news. But it's interesting. The hard part is now, is that even fake news? In all seriousness, we, we don't know. Did Debka come up with a story that they went with? I, I don't know. But if it's true, did Trump give that sensitive information over to the Russians? But it's still, what's kind of mind-boggling to me is the U.S. media and the European media doesn't really care about anything with Israel. It's just finding some kind of fault between Russia and Donald Trump. So let's move on from there. and We're going to get to some more assessments in a few minutes. This is out. A breaking mass nationwide anti-Trump riots are planned for July 2nd. How many of you have heard of the group Antifa? Okay, it's an anti-fascist group is what they call them when they themselves are the fascists. But uh, nevertheless, it's a group of radicals and anarchists that have been paid to riot and paid to cause all kinds of trouble out there. So we are watching all of these riots take place. From the moment that Donald Trump became the president of the United States, uh, we saw what happened with the Women's March in Washington, and things have not slowed down. They've actually progressed. But why have things progressed? 
Uh, we look at this. Russia, Comey, and Trump, your weekend briefing everywhere. Russia, Comey, and Trump. Is it not the case? Why is it such a big deal? Uh, then there's this. This has come out. I don't know if it's true, but this article says Soros could crash the U.S. dollar by pushing Trump impeachment. Is Soros one of the elites that Revelation chapter 17 talks about that H.G. Wells was hoping the elites would control things, including the world brain, and everybody would have an identification number? And then there's this article, uh, Deep State, a mainstream media pushes a coup against uh, Trump. So with, with all of these thoughts in mind, I want you to consider this, all right? For many years, I would say even decades, uh, Bible prophecy teachers, uh, myself included, um, but, but you go back way before me, Hal Lindsey and people way before Hal Lindsey were saying, in order for the new world order to come about, in order for what needs to happen, a revived Roman Empire to come about, the United States of America must decrease. America, excuse me, must cease to be the powerful country that it is. America cannot be a place of free speech, free speech as we currently know it. America cannot be the most powerful nation on earth. America must cede to Europe. For, for Bible prophecy to reach its climactic fulfillment as described in the Old Testament and in the book of Revelation, there's a few things that need to happen. And two of them have already happened. Israel needed to be a nation again. The Jews needed to have Jerusalem. And America must cease from being great.